Hello and good morning, everybody. Well, good afternoon, I guess, uh, depending on where you're at. It is your good friend, Mr. Eric Norton. I'm here with my good friends, Mr. Eric Doty and Craig Sandlin from Loop. We got a lot to talk about, uh, but before we got before we get into all that stuff that we do want to talk about that you guys uh, brought up, I want to say what's up. Thanks for joining me. This is my third show of uh, of 2022, and and I got I got Loop right out the back here. I'm pretty excited about that. What's up, Eric? Hey, Eric. Other Eric. <laughs> <laughs> the other Eric. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, it's I don't know. This year just feels so busy. It's I mean, end of the month it already feels like it's halfway through the year. I, I also dig that we're all rocking the big uh, the big <laughs> headphones. That's very important here. Very key for this uh, for this broadcast today. Craig, you're new to the uh, you're new to the show. I've, I've, I've interviewed Mr. Doty a couple of times, but uh, you're new. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and what you your position at Loop? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks for having me and uh, happy belated birthday to you. Enjoy Elton tonight. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so I've been with Loop now for probably eight or nine months and I oversee our business development department. And so I'm the one responsible for recruiting, onboarding all of our sellers and serving Mm. as a liaison with them uh, to help grow their business. Which is uh, crucial to the Loop loop, uh, family, right? Because we got to get onboarded. We got to get set up and ready to go. Eric and I talked about at the national about the onboarding process, the vetting, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the tools that new, new sellers would have coming on board with loop. And so I want to get, I want to start there and then we'll, we'll, we'll transition into uh, the more about the vetting process and the trust process uh, or the trust entity of, of loop, uh, which is why we, why you guys wanted to join us today, because uh, we've all seen the craziness that that's happened in the hobby over the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, there are issues that we, we need to discuss, but, uh, Craig, I've heard Eric describe it and I, Eric, please don't, don't hesitate to jump in, but from your part, Craig, talk about the vetting process because, um, it, it's not just, Hey, sign up and sell on loop. There, there's like, there's, there's some, there's some steps we have to take. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll start by saying I would started, my loop experience as a user. And so I understand completely the value that having sellers that can build a community and that are trustworthy bring to a platform, right? So mm-hmm. um, I wanna start by saying that and, and how important it is to us. And you know, we've got over 1700 applications right now of people wow. who are trying to sell on our platform. And so it's really important for us to find the sellers from that list and externally uh, that we think fit our objective and what we want to be as a platform Mm -hmm. for the sports card community. And so we want to take the time and make sure that we're vetting all of our sellers, which obviously, whether it be through the application process or externally, uh, you know, we're taking time. We're watching videos of their breaks. We're joining their live streams uh, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Twitch, wherever they may currently uh, do their business. Uh, We're taking time to explore their social media pages. Are they putting out good content? Uh, Are they putting out content that is inclusive to everybody? Because that's a big part of our business too, is we have men, women, straight, gay, everybody on our platform, and we wanna make sure that everybody feels welcome in our community. And so um, are they inclusive in the way that they present themselves? Um, all of those things are extremely important. And and from there, obviously we look at the comments, we look at any reviews that are available to us to make sure that, um, you know, a majority of that is positive. Um, 
and then take a look at their website and everything like that. So all of that is before we ever have our first conversation with them, uh, before they even know that we're interested in them. And so. So for a roundabout, just a guesstimate, if you would, from from that point to the interview process, how long does that take? Yeah, I mean, depending on how many people we're vetting at any given right. time. I mean, I'm a I'm a business development shop of one right now. So, uh, in addition to all of my other responsibilities, I mean, uh, in order to do it properly, I'm I'm spending several hours on every applicant uh, in terms of making sure that before I ever talk to them that they're a good fit. Um, and then obviously we we move into outreach and, and an interview process to make sure from there that what we can't see on social media and on the website is uh, in line with our expectations as well. And so that's so, covering, go ahead. No, so, so Eric, are you involved in that process at all? Um, sometimes it just depends on uh, where we source the seller and, and if it comes through one of our peers and one of our existing sellers, there is obviously referrals. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, Craig's, I mean, since he's come on board, he's owned it. I mean, like he's, like he said, he's not joking. He is, he is a one man shop right now. Um, and we're obviously working to continue to streamline that. And we're even hiring um, right now one role, but there's going to be multiple building out that team of basically account managers because Right now, the, the, the demand is so high. Um, we obviously want to make sure every single seller is trusted and, and meets all of the um, the terms. You know, they want to make sure they they represent us well and the, the hobby well. So really, just creating more bandwidth so we can bring in more sellers at once is going to be really key. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Craig, you mentioned referrals, which is obviously should play a big role uh, in in bringing somebody on. Uh, it can't be the only piece, but um, I think as we talk about trust today, I think referrals is important, obviously, because if someone's already on the, on the page and they're on the, on the app and they're selling there and they say, Hey, I trust this guy, just, it, it'll give a little bit of a nudge. I would assume to, to, to guy X or whatever, but it can't be the only piece. So as you vet these guys, you're checking, you're checking comments, you're checking, you know, their standards and everything. Um, they're maybe some red flags that that appear just off bat i don't if you don't want to be too specific i understand but what are some red flags that you're like nope that's that's not gonna work <laughs> yeah i mean i mentioned it a little bit but obviously we are really proud of the community that exists within the loop platform and so making sure that any seller that we bring in is going to be a valued part of that community so mm -hmm. right off the bat if you are making derogatory comments if you are um using language that isn't really befitting what we would expect from a professional platform. Mm -hmm. um, all of those are pretty quick red flags for me that will pretty quickly remove you from our platform. Um, we've had sellers come on that um, maybe not to the level that you might think, but you know, in our, in our hobby, it's not uncommon for the person behind the camera to say, uh, refer to everyone generically as boys. What are we doing boys? What's yeah, going yeah. on boys? Um, and that's things that we can address during the, the onboarding process and make sure that we're addressing that and that it doesn't continue on our platform. But there's other language, obviously, that we wouldn't want to bring on. And once you make certain comments, it doesn't go away, as we know, on our in our world of data and, and the web. So it's, it's better, really, to just avoid that. Um, the other thing is obviously just presentation and, and product. I mean, 
we want to make sure that we're putting on a professional presentation for our users and that they feel good about the product that's in front of them. So, you know, are you presenting and showing the product that you have available or are you just randomly grabbing stuff from off screen that nobody knows what's happening? Are you um, giving people an opportunity to choose what they want? Are you keeping the cards on camera? Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's no knocks at the door, right? With that Brandon Cooks out of 99. <laughs> um, all of those things matter and are important. And, uh, you know, and the other thing, quite frankly, is that we're a platform that doesn't allow any sort of gambling. And so if your entire business is on, is on drafts or random team breaks or razes, mm -hmm. those are things that we don't allow. And so okay. we certainly want to make sure that we're having conversations um, either during the process of whether or not your business will fit with us, knowing that those aren't things that you're going to be able to continue to do. So what, do, what if I wear a half shirt? Will that get me uh, booted immediately? <laughs> there's a there's a gentleman on TikTok that has a lot of viewers every single day where he just shirtless going through his mail day. So uh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, uh, we all we all know what we're alluding to here. But uh, yeah, like that's really what we wanted to one of the key points that I wanted to discuss is, is you guys building a trustworthy community and why loop is a great landing spot. Why loop is a great place in the hobby, a, a safe place in the hobby. I think that's important that we're not pulling, we're not pulling $20,000 cards, giving them away and then changing our mind. It, it, it's, it's a, it's an imperative to your business as you, you're, you're still in your, your first year. Am I, am I correct there, Eric? You're still in your first year uh, as, yeah, yeah. I mean, right? We've we've been out for about fourteen months. Exactly. So you're still growing. You're still establishing yourself, and that's that's important. And like, you don't need shenanigans and tomfoolery to 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 destroy that that reputation that you're trying to build. So uh, I I, I kind of just want to open up and give you both the platform here, and so you can further the conversation about trust and and, and what it is that makes loop so important and uh and a, a great place for the hobby yeah and i think a great place to start is i i'm not new to business like right. i've been running teams and businesses uh with with partners external partners who represent uh whatever company i'm at for you know 14 years so i'm coming into it with a very business centric um, point of view which is mm -hmm look, let's build this right from the beginning. I don't want to go throw everything at the wall um, and potentially then have to pull things back or repair a reputation. It's no, let's build this right. So like Craig said, we're not doing raffles. Like you should be able to, as a buyer on loop, you know exactly what you're buying. You're going to trust that it's going to be shipped in a reasonable amount of time that you're going to know where your package is. If anything's wrong, we are the front line of defense, which benefits both sides. So as a seller, you can focus on selling and your business operations. And then when it's when it's needed, we'll take a support case to you and say, hey, we couldn't resolve this. Can you help us? Mm -hmm. And on the same side, um, with the buyer, they just have that trust of like, Loop's going to take care of me. Um, even if nothing was malicious, like a uh, package got lost somebody is going to look into it and make sure that either I'm going to get that or it's going to be resolved in other ways that I know that I, you know, you, you buy some random person off a social platform, another social platform. And, you know, 
are you sure that they're going to make good if something happens even out of their control like that's that's what we bring to the table and we're we're everything else is based on that foundation of trust and running it like a legit business mm-hmm. and it's it's easy to add things on top of that after the fact sure but it's really hard to build a different type of business and then go back and try to implement those things so i i feel like we're in a great place um craig's killing it uh we just hired uh, chris tawny from ebay he was there for about 14 years mm-hmm. in the trading card business so uh, 2022 is again just building on top of that that strong foundation of trust. Craig, would you uh, have any further comment there? Yeah, I think Eric hit on a lot of the points. I think ultimately what it comes down to as well is necessity, right? So we have several businesses on our platform who have sold over a million dollars in sports cards over the last year, and so you don't need some of those gimmicks and gadgets to make good business, right? right. And so. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been able to to do several million dollars of transactions on our platform, and um, we have several sellers who have eclipsed the million dollar mark individually wow. as a business. And so, it just from my standpoint, you know, we really value what we're able to bring to these small businesses, and think that we can help them grow, and we can do it the right way without having to put the users and the buyers in a position where they're unhappy, right? Ultimately, I think everybody's goal in the hobby is to make other people happy and enjoy it. And we can ensure that that happens without having to do anything that puts people at risk of not being happy with the end results. So, I mean, obviously you've touched on a few of them already, but what are some of the uh, the proactive measures that you're taking to make sure that, you know, the backyard break type situation doesn't happen on loop? Um, uh, so, again, you touched yeah, on yeah, something, it's important. Yeah, no, we, uh, I mean, Craig and ultimately the, the team we're building out stay in constant contact with our sellers, um, even as they, they continue to grow our partners. Uh, we have a Discord where uh, it's just private for them to discuss things and talk about strategy and talk with us. We, we put announcements there and any policy changes. Uh, so it's very it's very open and clearly communicated. And if we ever enact something that they have more questions about, it's a very fluid conversation. We also do monthly <laughs> seller calls with them. So we keep okay. them up to date on new features, any policies. Uh, again, it's another place for them to ask questions. So there's never a, I'm selling on this platform and I don't know what's going on outside of my channel. It's, mm. we, we keep it very open and i think that's that's allowed us to get ahead of things very quickly or they go oh i saw this on another platform if can i do that or what would happen if that happened here and you know within even a few minutes we can just jump in and be like yo that's cool but if you're going to do it on our platform these are some guidelines we would put in place so it's again it's just that open communication and and they put a lot of trust in us to know that we're making the right decisions if we restrict something or set a policy there's very good reason because we're protecting them. We don't ever want to put their livelihood or allowing another seller on the platform to put their livelihood in danger. Um, it's very protective because again, the small business aspect is the heart of this through and through. It's, uh, I've always, I've always been told or heard that when you're communicating something, you need to tell people like 10 different ways. So they'll, so they'll finally <laughs> understand it or get it. So you have the discord, you have the app, you have, uh, you know, the, the calls and everything. It sounds like you're doing a really good job of, of getting your message out and communicating to what is expected or should be expected 
coming onto the Louvre app, which uh, you might you might have someone slip through the through through the through the hole, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. in that case, is that, how swiftly is it is it one and done? You're gone, or you know, is is there levels to it that that need to be discussed? Uh, I mean, Craig, you want to answer that? Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately it, it comes down to the offenses that occur, right? I mean, okay. if we have someone who has one shipping issue or, you know, mm -hmm. they send the wrong order to the wrong buyer and they swap the orders, right? Like those are things that we're certainly going to work with the sellers to try sure. and to correct. Um, when we see a consistent pattern of issues, and, and I'm lucky and Eric's lucky, I think, to say that we've had very limited issues relative to sellers right i mean sure things can get through the cracks and, and things happen um but at the end of the day i think we are setting expectations very early in the process with our vetting that people understand what the expectations are and so we have it in our contract that we have the ability at any time to remove their access to sell on our platform um you know luckily we haven't had to use that uh a whole lot so um, I, I definitely think that when you set expectations early and you communicate regularly, um, that you hopefully don't have to run into that. Um, ultimately, at the end of the day, we want to work with businesses that want to grow. And in order to grow your business, we hope that you'll take our feedback and how to get better. And that includes kind of adhering to some of the policies that we've put in place. You know, uh, Eric and I discussed at the National about like how much you guys are doing up front to help scale these businesses as, as they come on and you know it helping with customer service and, and, and issues and all and all that and like even giving them social media help if they need it you know so i don't i'm saying all that to say i don't i don't see why a, a, an entity would come on and and basically sabotage himself but you know it, it uh, it's bound to happen eventually i guess but the thing is the, the really good point is it's like you guys are doing all you can to be proactive up front to, to avoid situations like what happened with backyard breaks. And uh, you, you're you just being real upfront about the type of seller and the type of business that you want on loop. And that that means, I think that means a lot to the community. And I, I, I commend you guys for just being upfront about it because you're not holding, you're not holding back anything. There are no secrets. You're like, this is it. And let's now let's grow. And I think that's great. You're muted, Eric. You're muted, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Happens literally every part. <laughs> Got that out of the way now. Um, yeah, what what's very important about us is if you are streaming on our platform or you're a partner of ours and you're doing something somewhere else, it's still reflective on us because we put yeah. that stamp of approval on you and yeah, and like you said, I think it would be very, very short-sighted for somebody to go through that whole process and then put that in jeopardy. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, Craig's, Craig's talked about the success of some of our sellers. And, I mean, there's probably a couple I, I can think of off the top of my head who had little to no audience before they joined our platform. Mm -hmm. Like, they came on and they built their business using our tools, policies, and us bringing audience and helping them with tips and tricks and all that. And now they're, they've done well beyond a million dollars. And I think that's important is that there's a, there's a, when you talk about the growth of the hobby, there are businesses out there, successful businesses who don't exist yet. 
or mm -hmm. have just started and they're flying under the radar. And same for a lot of our buyers on the flip side, we constantly get emails or reviews from buyers who are like, I just got back from the hobby. I've never mm -hmm. bought from someone online like this before. This is really awesome. And it's, you know, again, that trust. And I, I mean, if I took a shot every time I said trust, I'd, I'd be gone. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I think I, I appreciate that you get it because the amount of time we've spent building that has has not been trivial. And now we're at a point where like we've proven it. And <laughs> Craig, Craig is very thankful, I'm sure, that now we're just like scaling that up. Like how do we get account managers to help them? And, you know, those 1700 applications who are waiting for an answer, we want to process as fast as possible. Yeah. I and think we... I Sorry, right. I just wanted to say, you know, yeah, we, we Eric, you know, has essentially built a business in a box for businesses of all sizes, right? So whether mm -hmm. you're a 24-year-old ripping in your kitchen or you are ripping from a 6,000 square foot brick and mortar store, we have an app that will work for your business and fit into what you're trying to become, right? Mm -hmm. um, whether you are live seven days a week 15 hours a day, or you are live a couple times a week for two or three hours at a time, whatever works into your business model is something that will work on loop. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously we have best practices within consistency and, and building a schedule and all those things that um, we share with our sellers. But um, the nice thing is that we have the ability to benefit businesses of all sizes um, and to partner with them. And uh, I think that's really important because a lot of our applications are, you know, these small businesses that, you know, right now we're happy to do one or two thousand dollars a week, um, whereas a lot of times our sellers can expect to do a thousand dollars an hour plus. Mm. Um, and so it's really about helping to grow those small businesses and build them up um, while also serving as a platform and an app that can help grow even the largest of businesses. I think it would stand to reason, and it might be symptomatic. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not trying to be that, but like, we like this year in New Jersey at the national, you're going to be walking around going, "Oh, we helped that company, that we helped that company." Like, I guess it, I'm asking, is it a point of pride helping these guys go from nothing to to a million dollars in some in some instances? Because what I really heard there was like, if you want to be a millionaire, come break on uh, come break on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we we celebrate those milestones as well right and we want to be a part of your growth so we have um we have a couple sellers who have grown through our platform and are either have or are opening a brick and mortar location um, mm. through building their business on our platform um, we have a seller who literally rips from a spare bedroom in maine who has done over two million dollars in the past 14 months right so i mean and we like to celebrate those wins and we have um we've kind of started this tradition where when you join the million dollar club, we build this like custom card for you to celebrate that. And we slab it and we're working on, you know, building our collection for our store to be able to display our million dollar partners as well. Um, Cause I think it's really important for them to know that they have a partner in their growth. Um, and I think through the discord and through the relationships that we've been able to build both myself, Eric and the rest of our team, uh, I think in, in hope that all of our partners know that we truly want to be a partner in their growth and continue to help them get to the next level, whatever that next level is for them. 
if uh, if Eric is drinking every time someone says trust, you're drinking every time you say partner, and like that's that's really good though. Those are two great words, trust and partnership. And I I, I believe that you guys have done a great job uh, building that out. Now you mentioned another word there, brick and mortar. I want to uh, transition to to talk about that because you guys opened up uh, your brick and mortar. Uh, I have not spoke to you since uh, before. Well, it was before just before that. How's that going down there in uh, Miami? Uh, it's going great. Um, and shout out to Adam, who's who's been running that. He's our retail ops manager. Uh, it, it's been amazing seeing it grow. Um, we're getting more and more traffic through every day. Uh, it, it's amazing just to learn. I mean, it, we were already going to set up an office, so adding the retail space in the front wasn't that big a deal. Um, I mean, I say that it was a big deal, but <laughs> more, more from like uh, me walking in every day and going, oh my God, this is real. But uh, the learning experience of understanding the struggles that our uh, partners who do have brick and mortar shops, like what does it take to launch that and open it up and run it every day? And what are the questions they're hearing every day? And it's always, you know, the same ones of, you know, I, I haven't collected I all these cards in my closet from the 80s. What are they mm -hmm. worth? How do I grade a card? Um, I'm new to the hobby. What's good? What can I buy within my price range? Um, it's all yeah. over the place. And, and we're learning and going, okay, this is great for us to understand. And now we can go back to our partners and say, hey, we actually have a solution for this. Or have you thought about doing this in the app? Um, or is there something we can give you that helps you in the shop? So even some of our value to the these partners extend beyond the app. It's how what are you doing in your business, like holistically, and sure. uh, that's that's been awesome. And it's just fun. Like I'm, oops, he's getting blown up. <laughs> somebody, somebody trying to call me. Um, so what's uh what's awesome about that is just the. Uh, for my own personal is, oh my God, sorry, I don't know how to make this up offhand. Um, <laughs> uh, as being my own uh, card addict myself is walking into the shop and being like, I'm here to work, but I don't mind ripping a pack here or there. <laughs> sure, sure. Craig, Craig, hey, Craig definitely rolls his eyes every time I walk up to the, the front <laughs> office. We, we have a question here. This is actually a pretty good one. Uh, do you have any plans for additional storefronts or maybe pop-ups like at, at big events? Uh, yeah, yeah, we we definitely do. Uh, nothing to announce right now. Obviously, okay. you'll see us at, at more uh, card shows, 100%. Um, I think I can announce we're, we're definitely going to be at Mint Collective. Um, we have plans for the national. Um, but there's other shows and events that we're going to be parts, uh, part of as well. Um, awesome. We're actually working... Uh, you know, assuming that the, the MLB season starts on time, we actually have some plans around spring training as well that we're going to be really excited to announce. Sweet, sweet. Craig, any, any parting shots from you, sir? No, I mean, I really appreciate the opportunity to be on and, and have the conversation. And, and certainly if you're watching this and you've applied, uh, know that it, we haven't lost your application. It's just you're one of 1,700 and uh definitely appreciate the interest that we've had in joining the platform and uh excited to continue to grow uh with the hobby absolutely now uh i'm gonna wrap things up here but before we do craig uh if you don't mind me asking i turned 41 yesterday craig how old are you 
Uh, I'll be 35 next month. All right, you're 35. Can we just celebrate Eric's great hat? Look at that hat, man. <laughs> that is a piece of our childhood on his head. I it was a that. it was a topic of conversation on our last call too, <laughs> on our team call, where it was uh, someone initially thought it was Kirby, which I, I no. won't call them out. Uh, no. but, <laughs> Eric has a nice collection of hats and uh, shoes, some pizza shoes, which I obviously, as a larger man, enjoy yeah. personally. So, <laughs> not to enjoy about pizza shoes, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to be it. Uh, go check them out. Eric, where, Loop App is it still uh, on Twitter? At, at Loop App, right? Loop the app. Loop the app. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Go check them out there. And you guys are, of course, still onboarding uh, potential sellers. But like Craig said, there's a backlog. Be patient. And I think that's the most important key here. We're trust, partnership, and patience. That's what we're going to preach today. And I think we did a good job of it. Love it. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, awesome. Thank you hey so guys, much. Hang out backstage with me. Everybody else, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we will be back next week. I have something special up my sleeve that I don't want to uh, uh, spill yet. If you do not hear from me tomorrow, it's because I'm going to Elton John tonight. Have a great day. God bless.